The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Preston. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, a life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. So quick plug, you should definitely jump into the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. The link is in the show notes, or just do a search on Facebook for the info. And uh, that being said, if you have any questions about any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, definitely come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group or find us on social media. I am always active on Facebook. (laughs) She is. (laughs) I'm all over it. All right, everyone. On to our topic of the day, which I thoroughly enjoy, which is being around family members for the holidays. And in this episode, really, we're going to discuss how to tolerate your family members, because a lot of us have had difficulty with that in the past. Mm. But first, before we move on to that, this episode is dedicated to a loyal listener, Jen Reday. And Jen says, what a timely episode. Episode number one, stress management through the holidays. Who can't benefit from this? Thanks for the easygoing conversation like you're talking to a bunch of your girlfriends. Mm. (laughs) Jen Riday, this episode is dedicated to you. So if you, listeners, want to have an episode dedicated to you and have us read your review on an upcoming episode, just go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. Isn't that so sweet? Okay, so on to the episode. Talking about tolerating our family members. (laughs) So I was just thinking about this the other day, right? Holiday season is just like all of a sudden it is upon us. It's Halloween. It it is happening. (laughs) Halloween already has happened. Colorado had its first snowfall already. Thanksgiving is around the corner. Festivus and Christmas are around the bend, followed closely by the New Year celebrations. Our Walmart has had its Christmas decorations out for months now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to say that it was literally August and I was in Safeway and I heard <sighs> Christmas music. And I was just like, wait, what? What what month am I in? And it was August. I don't know if that was like a fluke, just random, or if they like intentionally had that. I don't know. I don't know. They're just they're just planting the seed. Think <laughs> planting about the Christ- seed. Think about the holidays. I, I'm pretty sure I've thought about this. I think Walmart has like a policy where like Because they always have Christmas stuff out. They always have like a holiday section. But I think as Halloween comes closer, it just starts to expand. And I think Mm -hmm. over the next couple of months, it's just going to continue to expand until it takes over the whole whole store. Right. And obviously, Walmart is an indicator of everything that is going on in our society. So (laughs) definitely look to Walmart. (laughs) Look to Walmart if you want to know what's going on in the world. (laughs) Anyway, holidays are here. (laughs) According to Walmart, 
the holidays are upon us. And, you know, a lot of times holidays can be, they can be some of the most stressful times because we are taught that holidays are meant to be spent with family and that we should celebrate and do everything we can to be with them and honoring traditions. And there's a lot of expectations around holidays. And be happy doing it. Oh, I, we'll definitely be happy. <laughs> you have to be happy. <laughs> Such high expectations on what that's right? supposed to look like. And if you've decided to spend your holidays with extended, extended family members, then there is a chance that you love your family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, though, we don't really like some of our family members. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we really don't like some of our family members. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some ways to help you get through the holiday season without totally losing it. Mm -hmm. And I want to say before we get into these, that some of these strategies could possibly result in somebody else having a painful or a negative emotion, like disappointment, guilt, anger, frustration. And I promise we will talk about that after we go through these strategies that I want to go through first. Okay. So first and foremost... We've talked about this before, but I want you to really think about and get really clear on why, right? So it might sound strange because it might sound like a given, but have you ever really asked yourself why you feel so strongly that you have to be around family for the holidays? You know, I want you to spend some time journaling about this. Why are you going to your family's house to get together with everyone? Do you love seeing them? Awesome. Are you doing it out of obligation? Do you feel like you have to? Will you die of guilt if you don't see them for the holidays? Is it easier to go to their house than to suffer the shame and guilt that they will lay upon you if you don't go? Mm -hmm. Right? Why are you going to spend time with them? Or conversely, like, right, why are you inviting them into your house? Why are you cooking or baking so many things? Why are you decorating? If you love it, that's awesome. You know, if you truly love it, please continue to do so. If you're just doing it because you think you have to, right, that's really something to think about. So spending some time thinking about why do I even want to celebrate the way that I think I'm supposed to be celebrating. The next thing is just knowing that you don't have to do anything. (laughs) Other people will expect us to be what they want us to be. And we were brought up to believe that there are a lot of rules that you have to follow when it comes to family and the holidays, right? But you are an adult human being and you do not actually have to do any of these things. Let's look at some of the rules, right? Some of the, some of the rules, some are like said out loud, some are unspoken. Um, I, I always remember one, like if grandma wants to give you a greeting kiss, then you have to kiss grandma back, right? Like don't, don't make grandma mad. Right. Um, I don't. Right. That's a rule. You have to come home for Christmas. That was a rule that we had. Mm -hmm. You have to go home to your parents' house. You have to eat all of your food. Mm -hmm. You're going to offend somebody. Yeah. Don't offend anybody. Right. They like spend all of their time and the food is made with love. So you have to eat all of your food. You have to try Mm -hmm. everything. Um, You also have to talk about your job, your relationship, your diet, your body size, your intentions to have children and get married or explain why you're not having children or why you're not getting married, right? Like you have to explain everything. (laughs) You can't just Mm -hmm. say, fuck off. Oh, excuse my language. (laughs) Right? You have to make small talk. This one is always very hard for me. 
Like mm-hmm. people were like, oh, what are you doing in school? And I'd have to be like, oh, I'm a psychology major. Right. <laughs> then tell them all about And I was like, I didn't want to talk about that with them. You have to make small talk. Um, I want to say this as I was like writing about this podcast. Uncle Joe got a lot of bad rap in this podcast. I don't actually have an Uncle Joe. <laughs> poor Uncle Joe. So poor Uncle Mine's Joe. Uncle Larry. <laughs> just know that Uncle Joe is a fictional character, right? Okay. But he represents the uncles in our lives that um, we have had to be nice to, right? You have to be nice to Uncle Joe always. You have to let Uncle Joe hug you even if you don't want to. You have to sit next to Uncle Joe and ignore his racist, bigoted comments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had just put a post on before we were recording about some of the difficult things that come up during holidays. Uh, a lot of folks put religion, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> and so when you think about traditions, a lot of times folks have moved out of their parents' home and are no longer following the religion that they grew up in, but like Christmas, believe it or not. That's one thing. Don't ask Walmart about that. Walmart does not. Walmart is very much about selling you things. Right. But, you know, it's a religious holiday. And so mm-hmm. going home for the holidays means also for a lot of people participating in traditions that they don't necessarily feel comfortable participating in anymore. You know, doing the prayer before dinner, doing going mm-hmm. to church, um, you know, just, just following certain rituals that no longer feel comfortable and feeling like you have to be a part of that. Right. And, you know, the truth is that you are an adult human being and you just get to do what you want. You get to say no. Yeah. I give you permission. (laughs) You get to say no. You get to stick up for yourself. You get to leave. You get to ignore people. Yeah. I remember like the first time I kind of realized that, you know, you can do whatever the heck you want. You're an adult. You're, Mm -hmm. you have the power to do whatever you want. I was just like, mm-hmm. what? What? I don't, you mean I don't have to do this or that? And yeah. of course, yes, there's consequences, but you know, like when you mm-hmm. look at it, like really like, oh, mm-hmm. this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. And it, it takes us back, you know, we've talked about this before, but the difference in language between I have to and I choose to. Right. Yeah. You know, saying that you have to, it feels like I'm handcuffed and somebody is forcing me to do something. Mm-hmm. The truth is that I'm an adult who has decided for one reason or another to take a plane ride to my family's home mm-hmm. and to participate in the things that they'd like me to participate in, right? So I've chosen to do those things. Yeah. You know, and there I've chosen to do them because the consequence of not doing them in the moment feels too painful. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do them, but I've chosen to do them. And there's a difference in language there. And it might not seem like a lot, but having to is like literally something somebody is forcing you to. Choosing right. to gives you some some ability, right? It gives you some some power back, some control. Mm-hmm. And it's it's on you versus on somebody else making you do it. Yeah. You know, like just that that mindset just makes a huge difference mm-hmm. all in itself. You know, and even, you know, even if I say like, you don't have to do these things, it doesn't mean that you won't maybe choose to do them. Right. You know, and when we'll talk about that later, sometimes you choose your battles. Mm-hmm. Right. But you don't oh, have sure. to. <laughs> and so I think that that language is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this next one is, is it's really important. And I talk about it with clients all the time when holidays come up. So 
I want you to remember that you cannot change who people are, right? Like so often we spend the majority of a gathering with family trying so hard to get people to be different than, than just like who they just are as people. Right. And so, you know, one, one story comes to mind, right? I work with a client. We've, we've talked about this before. Um, you know, her mother is, her mother's health is failing. And every holiday, she spent the majority of her time explaining to her mother why she needs to go to the doctor, follow the doctor's orders, eat food that won't make her sick, right? Like mm-hmm. she can see that her mother's health is suffering and she can see like how quote unquote easy it is to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Right? And every year she works herself into a stress headache and illness because her mother doesn't change. <laughs> her mother's gonna spend all day on her feet making Thanksgiving dinner, even though she's not supposed to be walking that much because her, you know, her feet have problems, her right. feet and her knees, right? Mm-hmm. She's gonna do it. And mm-hmm. she and her siblings have spent many holidays trying to convince her to do otherwise. And they become really stressed and frustrated trying to convince her to sit down and relax. Mm-hmm. You know? So I want to ask, you know, everyone listening about the, out there, like what, what are you trying to change in the people around you when you are around family members or, you know, and it doesn't have to be biological family members, you know, even if it's holiday gatherings, like, mm-hmm. are there people that you're trying to change, right? Are you sure you are the right one in your family and you know what's best? <laughs> well, of course, you know best. Because I know that I know best. Oh my gosh. I spent so many years (laughs) trying to change my family members. Yeah. Right? Because I know what's best, especially when I was doing like the paleo stuff. Like, oh my God. Especially when it comes to what they eat. Yes. Right? Like I want them to be healthy. I know Mm -hmm. I'm right. I know what's best. I've researched it. Mm -hmm. So I would like try to convince them and I spent so much energy trying to make them be different people. And they're like, I just want to eat cookies. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to eat my cookies. Right. But I was so sure I was right and that I had to convince them. Right. So I want you to think about, you know, like how much time and energy are you spending trying to get people to be different than who they are? Hmm. Um, And again, you know, going back to that first thing, like why, why are you choosing to be with your family around the holidays? Is that why you want to spend time with them? Like, do you want to spend time with them so that you can spend your time trying to make them different people? Mm-hmm. that's a real good one or you know real good thing to think about mm-hmm. like why are you going is it yeah is it to do those things and to it control can even be them. to like convince mm-hmm. them that you are I, I like i also think of wanting your family to um i guess like the, the whole people pleasing like you wanting your family to like you so that could be kind of like the same thing. yes are you around, are you choosing to be around your family so they will think positively of you? You know, are you changing the way you act around your family so they'll think positively about you? Mm-hmm. So that kind of like ties into that as well. Yeah, no, that's so great, right? Like, <laughs> are you trying to change the way they see you? Yeah. Um, and is that why you're going? Because mm-hmm. it's just good to know. You might still choose to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But just sure. know that that's why you're going. Mm-hmm. So another big answer on that same um, Facebook post was expectations. And and all I got Mm -hmm. was just expectations in big capital letters. (laughs) And then like five people just like, right on, (laughs) replies. And so I'm assuming they they mean both. 
your expectations of what the holiday should be like, as well as your expectations of what you should be doing or like other people's expectations of you. So first we're going to talk about like, what are your expectations about what the holiday should look like? So when I was younger, I used to believe that on Christmas day, right? I was going to go to bed early. Santa was going to come overnight. He was going to take a bite of the cookies. He was going to leave all the presents. And then we would all wake up at 5 Mm -hmm. a.m., like have coffee and breakfast together. And we'd gather around the Christmas tree, open the stockings. And one by one, we'd open our gifts and I would get everything I had asked for on my list. Every gift would be something so special and thought out. We would all be so happy and joy would abound until it was finally time to go to sleep that night. Right? (laughs) Perfect. Perfect day. (laughs) And that like reading that right now sounds so ridiculous, but that's truly right. Like when you go to bed Mm -hmm. when you were a kid on Christmas morning, like that's like, of course that's what it's going to be like. Right. But the truth was that my sister never wanted to get up early. (laughs) Now I understand, but I used to be so mad. Like we used to be, we used to all jump into her bed to wake her up because we weren't allowed to look at things until she got up. Okay. And so we'd go jump on her because she just wanted to sleep. In. <laughs> she was like, why? I just want to sleep. Right. And then my other sister is really emotional and she like starts out super energetic and enthusiastic and happy. But that level of emotion takes a lot of her energy. Mm-hmm. And soon that mood changes over to like sadness and irritability and frustration. Right. And so the happiness from 5 a.m. sunrise to sundown, you know, wasn't necessarily a given. Hmm. And then, you know, truthfully, when it comes to gifts, you know, the gifts that I had spent so much time picking out for people, gifts that I was sure they would love and cherish forever, like they'd open them and then like, yeah, thank you. And then they'd put it, you know, they'd put it down and go to the next one. <laughs> right. <laughs> they weren't as like, super excited as you thought they would be. <laughs> they weren't like blown away and ecstatic. And then like, Jumping up and down. <laughs> right? They were like, oh, thanks. And then ready for the next, right? They got like right. six other gifts they got to open. So yeah. <laughs> move on. And then when I got gifts and, you know, not that, you know, I don't want to sound terrible, right? But like you'd get like, I'd get like hand lotion and shampoo and sweaters and they were lovely gifts. But mm-hmm. it's just that like my expectations were so high yeah. that Christmas gifts were going to change my life in some way for the better that there's no way that anybody could have purchased or made me anything that would have lived up to that expectation of emotion, you know? Mm -hmm. So kind of getting clear on what your expectations for the holiday are, you know, those are my expectations from when I was younger Mm -hmm. and over time, uh, you know, what, what happened was as we got older, we kind of expected, we kept expecting the same kind of holiday and we kept trying to do the same things. We kept trying to have the same kind of a holiday (laughs) <laughs> right? Right. Like, after a while it's like okay that that's like it, it wasn't even like that expectation couldn't even be met when I was you know five now <laughs> right now I'm an, like almost an adult, an adult and trying almost. to have the same exact almost an adult <laughs> right trying to have that same kind of Christmas it's like of course my expectations are not going to be met <laughs> right because that's you know that's not the way it actually goes right Um, So getting clear on what your expectations are and deciding like, are those expectations anywhere near reality? Mm -hmm. Because 
it's, you know, you're expecting people to be different. They are, you're expecting things to be very different than they're going to be. And not that you should go into it being like, well, this holiday is going to (laughs) suck, you know, but like, are the gifts that you get going to like explode your mind and change your life? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know, you know, thinking about what your expectations are about the holiday coming up. Yeah. I like that. Um, and then the next one is to, you know, think about making a plan. If you're choosing to go and the last four times that you spent time with family were not awesome, think back to those four Thanksgivings or holidays or whatever and figure out all the things that were problematic and then like decide what to do when they happen again because people, we are, we are very <laughs> habitual. Yes. And you all know this, right? Because Probably one of the other things- again. Absolutely. Because the thing that came up on, on that post was that we turn into the same kids, right? Yeah. I go home and I am Mary, the third of six kids, and I am my parents' daughter, right? Like I'm not like a human adult yeah. that shows up like, hey, let's get together and be adults together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden I'm 10. And then we yeah. do all of the same things that we have always done, right? We're very habitual. We, we follow the same patterns. And knowing that, like, that's why it's like we have these high expectations of what's going to happen. Expect very similar behavior from last year mm-hmm. and make a plan for it. Yeah. You know, you get to decide what, what your response will be. <laughs> <laughs> and I always think I'm it's just so thinking, funny. Yeah. My plan is, this is just what came up in my head, Mary. Not that I would do this, but it's just a drink more. That will be my plan is to drink more. I That could be your plan. It could be your plan. That is some people's plan. Yeah. You know, I, you know, it's holidays. We sometimes we, we do things differently than we do in other situations. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't a hundred percent recommend just drinking more. You know, I would think like, okay, <laughs> your mom's going to ask you to make the pierogies again. Right. It's like, you kind of hate them because they take all day and, you know, think about what your plan is for when she asks you to do that and then just decide and follow through on that. Yeah. Um, another one is, you know, don't be afraid to take a break. This goes back to, you know, you being a human adult and you not having to do anything, right? You get, you choose what to do, but if you're feeling mm-hmm. overwhelmed, you are a hundred percent allowed to leave. Yeah. Like if people are like physically keeping you from leaving, that's like, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Like if they're blocking the door, that's an issue that you really should think about for the next holiday. Like maybe don't spend <laughs> your time with those people. Right, but you get to just take a break. You get to just walk away. You get to just go to another room. You get to go take a walk yeah. outside. You get to go get in the car and drive. Mm-hmm. You can take a break. Um, this next one, um, I wrote partially because you know we were talking about traditions. Like we try to do the same things every year, mm-hmm. and traditions are fabulous. You know, there's 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 a lot of comfort in routine. And familiarity. Um, there's like a, a connection to past generations that's really nice, you know, when it's like we're going to make grandma's bread recipe again, yeah, you know, because that's what she was taught by her mom and by her mom, right? And it's passed through mm-hmm. the generations. And I think there's something beautiful about that, but there's also something really, um, it's like prison almost when we feel like we have to no matter what. Yeah. 
You know, if you've got three toddlers all of a sudden and making grandma's bread, like you, like you physically, it's so difficult and it's going to make you nuts. It's okay yeah. to skip it for a year, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, but we, we hold so strongly to them. And sometimes what mm-hmm. we do is we hold so strict to, to traditions that we suck all of the fun out of what's supposed to be like a day of celebration. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. If you're just stressed out about following these mm-hmm. specific traditions that it does, it could take out like the fun and the joy mm-hmm. and the relaxation out of yeah a holiday. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I talk to who spend all of Thanksgiving in the kitchen. Yeah. And then they serve the food <laughs> and they don't get to enjoy any of it. Yeah. And then the house is a mess, right? And it's just, mm-hmm. and and they do it because they feel like they have to. And again, I said before, you know, if that's something that you love to do, you're like, that is your day, you know? And there are those yeah. people, right? Like your day is Thanksgiving, making the turkey, like planning mm-hmm. out, making the muffins and the gravy. And like, that's your jam, then do that. Yeah. But if you're doing it because you think you have to, I want you to consider choosing something different. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And, you know, my family, my immediate family and I Mm -hmm. have definitely chosen uh, different traditions Mm -hmm. for Thanksgiving and Christmas because A, we're like for the last three years, we were completely far away from our family, our Mm -hmm. extended family um, for the holidays. And I mean, still we are far away and we're not going to be with them. And so it's been nice having our own tradition and our own way of celebrating, which does not include cooking a turkey, um, which I love. Yeah. (laughs) Not that if I was with my family that they would expect me to cook a turkey Mm because I think there's other people who like cooking turkeys, but still it's like, I like that I don't have that, um, the obligation or like, like you have to cook the turkey. Yeah. It's so interesting. Thanks. (laughs) And a lot of times it's not even their expectation. It's like our expectation of what we think they want us to do. (laughs) And I can't, there was a couple of years when I lived in Hawaii and, you know, Nate and I had like our own Thanksgiving dinner and I like spent all day in the kitchen making, making Cornish game hen and like all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I got done and we ate the dinner and it was like good. But I was like, why the hell did I spend all day in the kitchen? I don't even right. I don't like making food like that. That's right. not a thing I enjoy doing. Why did I spend all of that time doing it? Exactly. So then the next year we did the Whole Foods, like full Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. It was great. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was like you microwave things. I think we might it, do that this year. It's fully cooked. <laughs> No, we're going to a friend's house for Thanksgiving. No, it was like, and it was such a freeing thing because that was the first year when we got the Whole Foods dinner. It was the first time that I was like, oh, I don't, I don't have to make, like Thanksgiving doesn't have to be a turkey and gravy and, you know, all of these things and I don't have Mm -hmm. to do it. And so my husband likes that kind of a meal. Like he enjoys Mm -hmm. the meal part of it. And I'm like, we can do that. Yeah. I'm just not cooking it. Yeah. Have somebody else cook it. Perfect. Oh, it was so well, great. I'll pay yeah. you to cook me or cook us our mm-hmm. Thanksgiving dinner. Exactly. Um, you know, so, so many times we just feel like we have to follow. It's like the Thanksgiving script. You know? Yeah. 
It's like there's yeah. the the things that are supposed to happen, the meals that are supposed to be cooked, the things you're supposed to say, the decorations mm-hmm. that are supposed to be up. And then we like, we feel like we have to follow that through to the end. Yeah. Um, and, you know, somebody else had mentioned and, you know, I thought this was a good place to bring it up. This also brings about a lot of pain when someone you love isn't at the holiday for some reason, mm. you know, like yeah. trying to stick so strongly and so strictly to the traditions that you've always followed, you know, it's it, especially when somebody's not around for this next holiday, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like you end up kind of pretending they're not there. So like maybe somebody's passed away, maybe they've decided they just don't want to, or they can't come, or maybe it's one of those people that you're like, they're just not invited to Thanksgiving anymore, that they're not allowed in my house. You know, it's just not healthy for us. And when you rely so heavily on traditions and trying to have things the same way every year, it causes a lot of pain. Um, And so again, it's like, can you maybe think of a different way to celebrate the holiday knowing that things have changed a little bit this year, you know, that maybe dad is not here this year, you know? And so figuring out like, okay, if his role was always like carving the Turkey, you know, like is sticking to that tradition just going to cause a lot of pain? Is there something, some other way that you can handle the holiday that just is better for everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, coming up with a different way to do it. It's definitely a good point, Mary. So I want you to consider trying something new this year. Ooh. Like maybe something could be a new tradition. Um, I've also heard stories of like the thing that they tried to bring up or tried to do, like being just a total dud, but being such a good story for the next year, right? So yeah. <laughs> even if it fails miserably <laughs> and everybody's like, oh my God, what? No, right? It's still such a good story for the next holiday. So yeah. it's still not yeah. totally a failure. Um right. So, you know, like for me and my husband, when we were in Hawaii, right, we decided we still wanted the Thanksgiving dinner, but I didn't want to cook. So we, we ended up like just getting the meal from Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Um, you could go to a friend's house, you know, yeah. um, you could just make a different, easier dish for the meal. Like I know there's something wonderful about making things from scratch, but they also have mostly prepared things for you that you could just get. Right. <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay if you buy cookies instead of making them all from scratch. Yeah. I just want to give you all permission to buy a pie. <laughs> it's okay. Yep. Um, you know, you could choose a different activity that you've never done before. You could like invite everyone to go for a walk with you. You could introduce an art activity. Somebody was telling me, and I love this. I always think about this. They, um, they get Bob Ross videos. (laughs) They just get like painting materials and everybody like tries to recreate a Bob Ross painting. Oh, that's awesome. You know, like you can really think out of the box. You can do something totally different than you've ever done before and have fun with it. Um, setting strong boundaries, you know, we've talked about boundaries before. Um, and just a really quick review is that boundaries are strong when you know your own limits and you know what your response will be if someone crosses those limits. So, and again, I'm going to talk about uncle Joe again, right? Like if I have Mm -hmm. a limit about racist comments, 
my boundary is that I will say something first and I will leave the conversation second, right? That's my response to a racist comment. So when Uncle Joe makes that same racist joke that he does every year, I can say, well, that's pretty racist, Uncle Joe. I actually don't appreciate the message. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? I'm assuming he won't like that. If he continues on or tries to like fight me on it, I'll just leave, right? Because I'm an adult. I do not have to participate in that type of conversation, and I'm not going to expect that Uncle Joe will all of a sudden not be racist. That's right. kind of important. Because I think sometimes we expect that we're going to say something and they're going to be like, you know what, Mary, you're right. I really have been thinking about this the wrong way for for so many years. And I'm so glad. (laughs) I'm so glad you said something this one time. I am going to rethink every statement that comes out of my mouth from now on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, like Uncle Joe's still going to be racist. You know, I actually expect that he will tell that joke because he has every single year. You know, I'm not going to spend my energy trying to change him. I'll decide how I'm going to respond and then just follow through with that. Mm-hmm. Um, becoming a curious observer. So this one's super fun. And if you have a good imagination, I want you to try this one. So sometimes I like to just sit back and watch my family like they're a bunch of strangers that I just met. Right. Have you ever done that? It's really interesting how this changes the way that I see their behavior in that moment, right? It's just like, you just like, you walk Hmm. in the front door and it's like, you've just been introduced to like some new friends. Hmm. I know, like, well, like, oh, like this lady's very kind, you know, like taking my jacket and telling me to get to the kitchen and help. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just welcoming me me right into the family. Right into the family, you know? I'm just coming in the kitchen. Oh, Wow. Nobody can cook. (laughs) And it kind of like it it changes the way, like it just makes things so humorous. Like, wow, like these are like these other humans are so Mm. amazing, you know? And then I found this other exercise on the internet that I totally want to try the next time I'm at like a big family function. Although I gotta say, you know, I kind of I really I've done a lot of this work and I really enjoy my family. And so I want them to know if you're listening, my family, like I enjoy you. (laughs) But this exercise (laughs) sounds really funny. So this one is called comedy club, right? So in this exercise, you look to your family, not for love and understanding, but for comedy material, (laughs) right? So you watch closely, right? If you're a comedian, it's like, you got to like really watch the family's behavior, right? The more atrocious your family's behavior is, the funnier it can be in the retelling. So if you ever like watch stand-up comics to see the enormous fun they can have describing appalling marriages ghastly parenting, like poisonous family secrets. And so just kind of like really paying attention and seeing what happens during the holidays and like kind of taking note to yourself in the moment, like, oh man, like I can't wait till, you know, I talk to Kisa so I can like retell this story because it's so freaking funny, you know? Mm -hmm. So then when you're back among friends, you can tell your own stories and um, you might find that you don't really suffer from it as much. You know, you kind of start to enjoy it because it's just like, you know, they're just other humans and they're a little ridiculous like the rest of us. They're good comedy material. Okay, this next one, it's hard. We'll call it honesty. It's a tough one at holidays, right? Yeah. But you don't have to lie and say that you like something that you don't. You don't have to lie and say that you want something that you don't want. (laughs) It's just, I know this one's like, it's a, it's a big step, but I encourage you to give it a little, 
give it a try this holiday season. Mm-hmm. You know, like if somebody offers you cookies and you don't want them, you can say, no, thank you. Yeah. But I know that one's hard. It's a good thing to practice. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of these strategies hinge on understanding that it is okay if other people have painful emotions. And we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. We've talked about emotional <clears throat> responsibility before. And so now, you know, we're kind of in, you know, by the time this podcast comes out, it'll probably be like mid-December. And so it'll give you some, mid-December, mid-November. <laughs> Sorry. Like, wow, Kisa was looking at me like, wow, all right. Um, but you know, so you've take got, a while. <laughs> you've got like a good two weeks, right? This Thanksgiving is very late in the, in the month. You should probably have about two weeks to practice what you're going to say, what you're going to think about, you know, what is your plan for how you're going to show up at this next holiday. And remember that we have been taught in our lives that we shouldn't be experiencing painful emotions And that when we do, we think something has gone wrong, right? And we do the same for Mm -hmm. other people. Like if other people are experiencing painful emotions, we think something's gone terribly wrong. And that's just not true. Yeah. Right? The truth is it's okay to feel sad, disappointed, anxious, angry. And Mm -hmm. it is okay if other people feel that way. Um, And um, I just want to say like, if you have kids out there, it's the hardest thing Mm. to see your child sad or angry or, you know, like they didn't get this present or, you know, whatever it may be. And I know it's hard for me when I see my daughter like sad about something or upset, but, you know, I have to remind myself that this is part of life. Mm -hmm. You know, she is okay. And she, you know, this just makes her a stronger person for being able to feel sad and then, you know, get over it essentially because mm-hmm. they're not going to be sad for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So it's okay for her to be sad. Pink mm-hmm. bike versus the blue bike. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's okay it for be. your daughter to be sad. It's okay for your mom to be sad. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily feel good, but Mm-mm. if it takes lying or feeling like you are being forced to do things or you're going against your own like moral and ethical code to keep people happy, Mm-hmm. You know, it's really worth thinking about like, is it okay for somebody to be sad or have like some other painful emotion for a little bit in order for you to be your authentic self? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to remember, right, their emotions are created by the way they are thinking and believing. Mm-hmm. It's not you creating feelings in another person, right? You can't make yeah. someone feel a certain way and you're not responsible for their emotions. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to put all of your energy into trying to make other people happy. Yeah. So and it's that, just yeah. a it's just a good thing to start practicing, you know? Like, is it okay for Kisa's daughter to be sad because she didn't like give her the thing that she wanted? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> like, I know it's hard. <laughs> yeah, totally hard, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um, you know, so just decide if there are things that you're gonna let go this holiday season. You know, so many times we tolerate behavior because it's the only chance we have to be around a loved one. Mm-hmm. So just deciding, you know, are there things that I'm going to stand up to, that I'm going to change, that I'm going to be a, have a hard line on? Are there some things that I'm just going to let go? You know, am I just going to go make pierogies with my mom this year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just yeah. like, you know, it's hard and I don't really enjoy it, but really makes my mom happy. 
I'm going to choose to do that this year, right? Like what things are mm-hmm. you going to choose? Um, you know, because one of the other things that was brought up on, on the Facebook post was how sometimes, you know, when, when other family members are brought in or, you know, it's like other people sometimes have a very hard line themselves on how they're going to behave. And sometimes there's a little bit of a, um, what's the right word? Um, oh gosh, I can't think of it. You know, like if you say something to me, if you stand up for yourself to me, Mm -hmm. then I won't come next year. Right. Or, um, I won't bring the kids around anymore or, okay. Right. Like I won't like, they're not going to come around anymore if you don't behave in the way that they expect you to. Gotcha. You know, and I think sometimes we do think about that, right? Well, you Mm -hmm. know, if I don't do what my mom is asking me to do, then, you know, we're not going to have Christmas in her house anymore. It's like, oh man, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, am I making the choice? I really like Christmas here. So there's some things I'm going to do. You know, we make that choice sometimes. Um, And then definitely schedule a phone call, a cup of coffee, a gathering with someone you can debrief with afterwards. (laughs) you know and this is for those people where we're having family gatherings is really difficult you know if you know that it's going to be really tough and you're going to choose to do it anyway just plan on getting a cup of coffee with your friends and talking about how the holidays went for you Mm -hmm. yeah all right awesome well thanks mary and now we've got five tips to share to help you tolerate your family if you want to when it comes to the holidays. Yeah. So just really like a quick summary. Yeah. Right. Super quick summary. Five tips. Number one, remember you don't have to do anything. You're an adult human. Nobody's forcing you to. If you choose Mm -hmm. to go, you know, make sure you get clear on the fact that you're choosing to do so to avoid consequences of some kind. Mm Mm-hmm. Number two is getting clear on why you're doing these things, right? Like being really clear about I am going because I want to be around my siblings or I want to show my mom that I care, right? I want to show my kids what the extended family is really like, (laughs) you know, like what's your, Mm -hmm. what's your reason for going and get really clear on that. Um, Number three is make a plan for things that could go wrong, right? Just think back to previous holidays and like, okay, those are probably going to happen. So what is my response going to be this year that's going to feel good? Um, Number four is practice letting other people have emotions. That one I encourage you to practice anyway because they're going to have emotions. And it's not up to you what they are. (laughs) You can't save them all. It's okay for other people to be unhappy. Yeah. Um, And then number five, again, just make a plan for meeting with friends after the holiday gathering. Mm -hmm. I love it, Mary. Yeah. Well, friends, that's all we've got for you today. Um, I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in. Definitely tune into our next episode where we're going to talk about whether or not you should ditch your diet during the holidays. And if you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. You can also contact me at my website at www.maryelisepreston.com or Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com. That's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. 
And if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible, and we need your help to get our message out. Yeah. And if you enjoy the show and you want us to read your read your review on our episode, we'd love it if you would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Simply go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, hit the tab for ratings and reviews, and click on writing a review. That's it. Super helpful, guys. All right. Awesome. See you soon. Bye.